Hello, Town of Macaque. This is Hugh Berger with Radio Skyline, your place to keep pace with everything in town and beyond. Joining me in the studio is Myra. Hello, Myra. And today we're going to discuss the subject of the Macaque Park. It's just lovely when the weather's nice. Yeah, when it's not raining and the humidity isn't too bad. So basically one week a year and the rest of it is complete trash. Completely useless. The outdoors is full of bugs. But some purists insist on leaving their climate-controlled homes more than once a year and they've noticed a real problem at the park. Mosquitoes. No, apparently they anticipate mosquitoes. And yet they still go outside, the masochists. All right, it's sunbirds. No, they wear sunscreen. It seems that even the power of our mighty sun is not enough to prevent some people from going outside. A flasher who keeps showing people a bush too thick to meet the park's standards. No, they caught that guy last week. It turns out it's deer. I knew it. This happens with every cute animal. You think squirrels are cute, but then they make a nest in your roof and start running around the air vents. Nearly gave me the fright of my life when they started doing that at my house, the little bastards. According to the wildlife authorities, the deer are overpopulating and causing a huge boom in tick populations, and there's a risk of a major deer pandemic if this keeps going. Like what? People get bit by the deer and become insane public flashers? I don't know. I haven't looked that far into it. That guy was patient zero, Hugh. I don't actually know what kind of diseases deer can transmit to people, but I assume the desire to go naked is found deep within us all. Speak for yourself. Nobody wants to see you naked. Well, of course I don't go naked because I'm willing to be polite, but you can't tell me that a public flasher isn't giving in to a built-in human urge. Maybe when it's really hot out, but even then, I'd still be driven to wear a hat. I mean, even if you wear a hat, that's still nude. No, I don't think so. A hat is still some form of apparel. You're not going natural unless it's 100% natural. Speaking of, I'd also be wearing sunscreen like body paint because I am white like a fluffy cloud. I mean, you're supposed to rub the sunscreen in so you don't see it. And like a fluffy cloud? It's still not natural. You're covered in zinc, so I'm defining it as not nude. And yes, like a fluffy cloud. Like an evocative drift of freshly fallen snow. Like a delicate, pristine tulip. I'm beautiful is what I'm saying, and if you disagree with me, I will hammer a fingernail file through your liver. Alright then, I agree. Good. Then we don't have any problems. Except for the overpopulating deer, the subject of our show today. Which is not really our problem. But it is someone's problem, and we're going to talk to the person who's going to deal with that problem. But first, we have Peyton Terskanislaukastov with traffic. Hello, this is Peyton, yes? Good afternoon, Peyton. How's traffic looking? Well, I've climbed the tall hill, yes, and I'm looking with binoculars, yes, and I see mostly cars, yes, and also there are some bicycles. All right. As I recall, we had a team meeting about this kind of traffic report. Yeah, you guys were all pissy because I didn't tell you the traffic right, yes. It was a constructive conversation. Demolition is a type of construction work, yes. I believe Bob, our studio head, ordered some kind of training module. They were all online, yes. Multiple choice questions, take as many times as you want. All I had to do was memorize the answers. But was there not something in there about how traffic reporting doesn't involve telling us that there's cars in traffic? How else do you expect traffic to be reported? Yes, there's cars in traffic. I mean, she could probably just link the first three words of any answer to the multiple choice question if you see it enough times. Yes, it's so easy. Well, dang it, this is not informational, Peyton. I said in the meeting that online modules are a stupid way to train people. We are not a retail store. We can personally interact with all of our employees. I think there's more red cars than green ones today, yes. All right, Donna Macaque, you heard it here. More red cars on the street than green. And now for a commercial. (laughs) Oh, Chrysanthemum, why are you crying? There, there, Chrysanthemum, no more tears. For I have bought a gaudy diamond the size of your eyeball. (gasps) 
Did you get it from chrysanthemums? Of course, for I am a chrysanthemum. And I know a chrysanthemum knows how to stop a woman's face from looking gross and puffy. And the best way to do this is to buy some expensive shiny rock set on a shiny, expensive metal. Truly it brings me joy that transcends materialism and the profits of the company that sold this to you. Indeed. One cannot place a price on happiness unless the happiness is derived from food or shelter or a commodity that brings you joy such as a diamond ring, in which case happiness can be reasonably priced at chrysanthemums. The diamond represents your virility. Yes, or my ability to provide or something. If only every man could be a chrysanthemum, and then I would find them all attractive. They can be, by shopping at chrysanthemums. Good old jewelry stores. Everyone knows they're a scam, but it's a symbolic scam. I hate the people at chrysanthemums. They're so pushy. Every time they sell, they act like it's a great deal, but anything you buy, you're not sure why you spent that much money on it. Talking ourselves out of a sponsor aside, joining us in the studio today is Adam Lancaster, experienced hunter and solution to overpopulating deer. Thanks for having me, Hill. Unless this is some kind of moral intervention, in which case I'm angry. Do you suffer a lot from moral interventions in Macaque, Adam? Personally, no. But online, I am constantly besieged by them. Well, for what, exactly? Hunting? Well, that, and also for cross-dressing while I hunt, so I get chewed out by both sides. It's awful. My Facebook is a war zone. I thought they'd get you on the gun collection. Oh yeah, no, that too. Big gun nut. Big gun problems. Every time I think they're gonna make a gun illegal, I buy ten of them in case there's the grandfather clause. I think I must own like 300 AR-15s at this point. They keep saying they're gonna ban it and they never do. 300 AR-15s? You own 300 AR-15s? This deer won't know what hit them. Oh no, the officials say that because these deer are in a public park, uh, I have to use a crossbow, which I have one of. Even though they're actually illegal in a lot of other places. So you've got all these guns, but you you can't even use them for this practical thing? Well, I mean, they're not practical for this particular job, but it's not a waste of money. A lot of other gun nuts think the same way, and the price on gun collections kind of gains value every time there's a big gun scare. So in a lot of ways, you know, it's like an investment. I could sell them later. Man, your house must be a prime target for criminals. A house that's full of guns? Are you crazy? Well, I mean, let's do the math. You have 300 units of tangible goods in your house of appreciating value, and all that stops the criminals from walking away with thousands of dollars of profit is you being home and the ability for you to shoot them before they shoot you. But, no. It's like owning a bunch of gold bars in your house, isn't it? Except that you could use them to kill people. You know, I hear that Legos are also really valuable to criminals. They're easy to sell online, so. I, I think you've misunderstood the value of guns in home defense, see? Because, like, if criminals know that I have, uh, like, 300 guns, then they're going to be scared of all those guns. And they have to be crazy to try to break in. Well, I mean, they're not going to be scared if they're high on PCP. A lot of criminals do drugs, Adam. You you mean, like, like they've taken drugs and then decide they're going to rob me? And, of course, then, even if you shoot first, that guy's on PCP, so he might not go down right away. So, I don't suppose you have your own stash of PCP to counteract the criminals. You know, cancel out the PCP advantage. You're asking if I have drugs in my house that, like, I can't even admit on the radio if I did. I mean, uh, you know, if you had a lot of drugs, that would probably also make you a target, so it's a bad idea. Oh, God. Oh, God, I know what this is. This is just like the internet. I knew this would happen. Hang on, I got a bunch of charts and graphs on my phone and statistical data. People 
on the radio aren't aren't going to be able to see it. It's but... all right. It's it's all right, Adam. I'm jerking your chain. I have a cousin who collect guns, and these sorts of questions they get him so riled up. I just could not resist. Oh, oh, well, shame on you. I thought my beliefs and my hobbies were under attack again. I know, I know. I uh, it's a stupid, you know, the stupid questions. What if a man parachutes out of the sky and shoots you in the back of the head before you see him? How's the gun going to save you? You know. It, it, it's a trap question, but it makes That's you feel... That's a terrible question. Your cousin is a saint for putting up with you. It makes you feel like you've got to defend your guns, which I assume is a tremendous personal investment since, since after all, you've got 300 of just one type of gun alone. How much is all that worth, anyway? Well, I, I probably could have saved up and bought a house, but, you know, like I say, it's, it's still growing equity. I, I don't know if it's as much equity as a house. Well, maybe not in the current market. I don't I don't know either. But I like guns more than I like houses. Guns are noisy. Anyway, uh, well, this has been fascinating and not at all educational. It's time for us to go to a commercial. Yo, this is Slick Sam, the guy you buy your slightly used Hawaiian shirts from. And while I was selling shirts, a customer posed to me an interesting question about used underwear. And as a result, I now expanded my inventory. That's right. Slick Sam's is now accepting and converting your used clothing into sexy underwear. Got a sock without a mate? Well, get your mate excited about underwear made from old socks. Turns out it doesn't take a lot of fabric to make a thong or any other kind of negligee, so just about anything becomes an exciting treat for your bedroom. And on that note, I've got a whole collection of Hawaiian bras in the back of the store just waiting to fly off the shelves. I cut them the day I had the idea as a proof of concept, and boy is this concept proved. Now I know what you're thinking. Sam! Don't these things chafe? You can't wear just anything all day. But that's the beauty of it! Because in my estimate, this type of clothing usually comes off within five minutes of putting it on. And if that's not the case, then you're in some kind of argument and then maybe crying into your ice cream, I don't know. Point is, in Hawaiian underwear, you're gonna look like you're ready to party. And best of all, Slick Sam's line of lingerie is cheaper than any other competitor. In fact, if you just borrow my stuff and sew it together yourself, I'll knock 50% off the price. And if you buy two sets of underwear, I'll throw in a vial of Slick Sam's Slick Solution. It's actually corn oil, which means it's great for cooking both in the kitchen and in the bedroom. You could buy it individually from the grocery store, but I got it behind the counter for your convenience. Uh, I'm open day and night. Don't be shy. I'll turn anything into the sexy outfit of your dreams. And don't forget, I'm still selling like a hundred Hawaiian shirts and samurai helmets while I'm at it. Slick Sam's. Slick Sam's. I am almost tempted. I hope you're not buying for Fran. You know, it is almost a travesty that sexy underwear doesn't work as well for men. What if I want to feel sexy sometimes too, you know? I'm sure that any good woman will lovingly lie to your face about that, Hugh. Yeah, well, uh, I just wanted to say, uh, we didn't really learn anything about the deer in the park, and I already know that we're going to hear from a ton of angry people with guns. I mean, they're harmless, really. Harmless or not, some gun nuts want to create the impression that they're dangerous people, and guess who's the most vocal? You know, the thing is, all the gun nuts I know have developed a phobia of admitting they collect guns because they just like guns. So, you know, the minute you start asking, oh, Jimmy, what do you plan to do with a rail-mounted flashlight. You're gonna shoot at the range in the dark? You're gonna go night hunting with your handgun? A lot of people get up in this scramble. Well, I gotta defend myself. I mean, you know, you That's made what a... they say. I mean, you made that guy look a little stupid. There's so, an irony. You know, you know it's... I mean, the, like, we're a radio show, so the point is to get people to come on the show, and if we make them look stupid, then people aren't gonna... Okay, alright, alright. Today is my screw-up. Yep. 
I ruined the show today. That's one for me. And what? Like every other show for you? They expect it from me, Myra. But you've really let us down today. <sighs> is that? <sighs> is that it? It's it's the closest thing you're gonna get to an apology. And looks like this is the closest we get to having a show today. Thanks for tuning in to Radio Skyline. Shoot for the skies. 